you are listening to the sultry tones of Dara Feely. Um, thank you very much for clicking on once again. Um, very exciting show we have lined up for you today. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a good rating and a positive review if you can. Um, and if you're feeling extra generous, maybe give us a share on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any social media platform you use, and um, that'd be greatly appreciated. But uh, for now, enjoy the show. This is presenting it. I saw that because I, I, ch- I clicked onto the website and um, I saw his name pop up. So I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. I know, Matt, and he'd be brilliant at that. Like, he's very, like, did you have Louis Lovett? No. I, I actually, do you know, I did a workshop with him when I was very young. I did a workshop with him when I was like 12. That's mad. Yeah. In Cork. That's like, mad. It was really, really strange. He's, he's mental, like. He's cool, he's cool. Um, how are you feeling about this? Excited? I'm excited, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, it's a bit weird, like. I, it's, it's, yeah. Oh my God, Elle. <laughs> I had a dream, you were, you were in my dream the other night. This is bizarre. No way, what this was it? Bizarre. I, so I was walking about my house in Cork, and I was just like, you know, doing my thing. And then next thing, um, I got a text off you saying, are you free for a call? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you rang me and you were like, I need to run something by you. And I was like, okay. And you were like, do you think that I can put political activists on my other interests on my CV? And I said, I said, uh, yeah. I was like, well, do you think you are? And you, and you were like, I, I, I feel like I am one. And I was like... It's like, do you know what? I'll work away, love. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, like. And then, you, and then, and then you were just like, and then you just hung up. You were just like, okay, thanks. And then hung up, and then, and then I woke up and I was like, that was really strange. I was like, I was like, and then I was like, I'll have to tell her. I'll save it. I'll save her for on Saturday when I when I'm like face to face with her and I can just say it as opposed to like. Oh, that is so funny, Dara. <laughs> Political after I, I am. I. I wish I was. Your side, like, not me at all. I think it's just. I think it was a mix of like all the all the social media stuff, stuff that's going, going around. On. Like, you know, it's bizarre. Are you still in Carlo? I am. Yeah. I am. This is my little Carlo. Oh, lovely. Little abode. Lovely stuff. Um. Yeah. Is that your set for the next stuff. five weeks? Yeah. This is me now. Yeah. Um, this is the way I start all of them, right? Um, where I say, <laughs> I say, welcome to the Drama Graduate Podcast. And then you have to say your name. Right, let's go for it. Okay. This my name, just my name. Sorry, <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, I'm ready, I'm ready. This week on the Drama Graduate Podcast, we have... Ella Lily Highland. I've never heard you say your second name before. Highland. Highland, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've always known how to pronounce it, but I've just never heard you say it. Anyway, because um, you don't hear people say their second names, do you? Like, you don't go around the place going like, Dara Feely, nice to meet you. Do you know, like, you don't... <laughs> No, I, that's true, actually, I suppose. I suppose. My name's a bit of a mouthful anyway, so I feel like I always am wary when I introduce myself. I'm like, Ella Lily, Ella Lily. I can't even pronounce it. Like, it's actually terrible. Ella Lily, how does it? Yeah, I think... I can't remember. I think the first time I was introduced to you, somebody... I think it was Emma introduced you to me. Yes, it was, because I was in your house before we started. And I was like, this is Ella Lily. 
And I was like, oh, nice to meet you. And then later on, I was like, I was talking to Emma and I was like, so that's Ella. Or is it Lily? And then she was like, no, no, it's Ella Lily. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. But then, you know, of course, it rolls off my tongue naturally now. Um, thanks so oh, much, Ella, for coming on. It's so lovely to have you on. And thanks so lovely to see you again. It's to be here. Um, so it's just a nice, simple starting off point. <laughs> so if you could just tell us, right, your journey from your very first taste of acting all the way to your very first day at drama school. Nice, easy starting off point. My journey, my journey into acting school. Yes, so I suppose I, will I start late into the, I'll start late. So I was like, I joined the youth here in Carlo because these two girls that get their hair done with my mommy were in the salon and they were like, oh, we're going to, I was working in the salon at the time on the weekends. They were like, oh, we're going to drama class or we're going to drama. I was like, drama, where? Where's this drama? Because like, I love like stuff like that. And I did like speech and drama as a child, but you know, the grades and stuff ends, so yeah, I didn't really yeah. have anywhere to go. And then um, they were like, oh, it's up there at the town hall. I was like, can I come? Like, I didn't even know them. They were like, yeah, come on. So then I went with these two girls. And then, like, it was kind of going into the summer months. And then they had auditions for the National Youth Year. And then I auditioned for that. And that was my first proper play I did up in Dublin. And all the people that I was doing it with were kind of like, oh, like, the Lear, the Lear. You know, they're all talking about the Lear. And I kind of like, you know, I suppose, like, other people had more of an idea of, like, it being this place that was really difficult to get into. But in my mind... I was just like, oh, that sounds like it suits me. I'll go there, you know, that kind of way. Saying, yeah, and then, yeah. You know, but you're like, oh, I'll, I'll go there. <laughs> Even though you don't realise that it's actually really hard and difficult to get yeah, into. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, but, um, and I was like, they were like, Where, what are you going to do for college? And I was like, oh, that sounds good. Like, I might do that. And they're like, you know, it's like really difficult to get into that school. And I was like, ah, sure, I'll give it a go anyway. And then um, that was fine. And then I suppose... I auditioned and I didn't get it. I remember, and then like a couple of weeks later, I got the email saying, "Oh, do you want to be called back for the foundation course?" Of course, my man and I were up the walls. They were like, nine grand for a foundation course." Oh, like yeah, they were yeah. literally like, "That's not going to happen." And then I was like, "Oh, just let me audition. I'll audition. I'll find the money." And I, blah blah. And then I went up and I auditioned anyway, and. I got into the foundation course and mm. then it all took off from there really. That's yeah, and, yeah. So so yeah, let's talk about foundation for it because you and me are both well, I was right after you in terms of foundation years. I, I You I were, yes. I did my foundation year right. And how did you find cuz did you did you think that when you were in foundation it was still a lot of you learn cuz as you said you 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 kind of didn't really think that, you know, it was like, oh, I'll just go here like it wasn't really on your spectrum how kind of hard it was um and did you think then that in foundation it was it was a lot of you learning about the ins and outs of drama school kind of like what it could be like and did you how did you find that in terms of wanting to progress on to the next level like was it a thing you were always just like yes that's i want to go on to the ba and do this or was it more of a a slower journey to finding it um yeah actually exactly that like I'm sure you're probably saying it like that because you had probably a similar experience but I was like um I, uh, I just kind of realized like I learned a lot about plays and stuff I suppose before that I didn't really know much plays like we had like really like I actually had such a strong group in my foundation class and I just remember learning so much from them because I, I was only a baby going in I was 17 when I went in and 
turning 17, was I turning? No, I was turning 18. I must have been turning 18. I well, I was at your 19th, and that's in November. It is. I So that, oh yes, so you came a year later, which means I was 17 going in then. Yes, yeah. And um, so I was just learning loads, and like, the foundation's great because you kind of, like, you get loads of free tickets to the Abbey. I remember going to the Abbey for my first time in foundation. I, um, all that kind of stuff, like, just, there was people kind of who went to college that were in my foundation so I was just learning loads and it was my first time kind of being friends with older people as well which was which was interesting because I never really knew you know like even cousins and stuff who'd be two or three years older than me I'm like they're my older cousins yeah, 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 you know yeah, exactly. they're my they're my superior older cousins but like um yeah so that was kind of I learned loads in the foundation like and yeah and also learned um how difficult training is I think foundation like is such a hectic like um like you have the pressures of like the learning and the college experience kind of for that year and it's all compacted into one year so they do a lot with you but other than that there's kind of the psychological thing of like am I going to get in like you know all that kind of stuff which is an extra pressure which is a whole other thing so it's, it's a difficult year like yeah. it's definitely challenging and it's great for young people I think to go into because like it throws you right in the deep end like you do come out realizing whether you want to do it or whether you don't want to do it yeah you know i think it's such a i think it's such a you know it's such a valuable thing i think i would have there's no other way i would have rather my journey to go than to go from straight from school to foundation because you just like just you know not even the people that like you know obviously i'm a chief in there and Stuart and all those guys but like just yeah how it preps you like you know for because like i think about it like if i had gotten straight into the ba from my from secondary school i would have been in your year and just like that, yeah. like that thought is just like, there's no way I would have been able to have been in third year right now. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, and it's just, yeah. it's so funny the way it, it manifests itself. So you Absolutely. go, so you go through foundation and then, and you have a wonderful old time and then you hop right on to the BA. Um, luckily, yeah. Luckily. Um, luckily. Actually, this is another thing I want, cause I, the audition, it's not, it's not something I focused on in, in previous ones, but the audition process from, via, from, fa i was about to say from foundation <laughs> i've made i've made up i've made up a new course and um, the, the, audition, the auditioning process from foundation onto the ba how did you find that because i i kind of found it to be a bit jarring because i for some i was like i kind of personally i felt yeah. like oh this would be grand like i'll be you know i i'm at home in there and but i think there was something i felt about going in and auditioning and being like jesus suddenly it's like this far away from me did you find that or did you find it was Oh, I get you. Yeah, actually, that, that that's such an interesting way to look at it because, like, um, I think I felt definitely that, like, you kind of found a home in this place, like, in a way, and then suddenly, yeah, like you are saying, it was so far away from you. I actually am remembering that now. That was weird, definitely. Yeah. But I think I, I definitely felt way more prepared for that yeah. audition than I did for going into the... Um, foundation like I remember the audition that I did to go into like my first audition for the Lear was insanely bad like it was 
like it was so like I remember and I think about that girl and I'm like you're so brave like I'm like like I went in and I did Lady Macbeth and I did like Maggie from Dance at Luna but I did the Lady Macbeth and I'm like you know and it's like come ye spirits that tend on mortal you know that one yeah, yeah. I was proper tearing at myself and everything like I was like like you know shaking but really like really pushing it like you yeah, know yeah, yeah. and like screaming and stuff and like you know I was like grabbing my like boobs and you know like all this kind of stuff sorry that's I don't know if that's inappropriate but like it's you know like it made I was really wanted them to know that I'd really figured out what the speech meant so I was like really trying to do it physically and like I think back on that I'm like there was nothing subtle about that at all like there was it was just a complete demonstration of like I don't know what but like it's sorry that was a tangent there but I suppose like when I did audition for the BA then in the through foundation to the BA I I did feel a lot more prepared and I'd learned so much more about plays and stuff I actually got to find characters that suited me like obviously Maggie and Dancing Luna says way too old for me and like I actually got to play people my age and realize there was people my age in plays yeah and things like that which was comforting I suppose in a way to have made that leap yeah, I think I I'm the exact same because I think, like I was I I had no knowledge of plays like I I I did musicals back in Cork since I was like, you know, twelve or something and uh, and I've been in yeah. I've been in I remember my first experience of a play was a chat room in the Welsh when I was fifteen I was in that in in the cat club, oh wow! But other than that I had no fucking clue like and I like even and then Foundation kind of gave me more of that's one thing I think Foundation gave me as well like more knowledge of plays and and going in and and having it more of a like a broader idea of doing speeches that are more interesting rather than with the more obvious kind of choices um do you know? Yeah 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 and definitely. So then um. So, sorry, because there's something I want to say. Because I, I I told a bit this earlier this story. Dave, uh, David Horan um always said said to us in first year. I think he might have said the same thing to you guys. Where he was like, "You come to drama school and you think that all your uh, problems are going to be solved, and and then you and then you arrive and you're like, mother of fuck, like what's going on? Did you feel that in any sort of way in your first few months of training in first year? Oh my god, absolutely. I was literally traumatized. I was like, how have I landed myself? in this like extremely talented group of people who I just thought were like literally the most amazing thing people creatures I've ever seen perform in my life like I was like how um I remember David Horn said that to us as well and I was so comforted when he said it because I was like okay maybe it's normal to actually feel this like cripplingly insecure about your talent you Mm. know but um yeah, 100%. I, I definitely felt as well, because our class is kind of, we have an older class as well. So, like, I was going in, like, I I still felt quite young, and I felt like maybe I had to prove myself a little bit. And, like, that was something I definitely dealt with through first year, just being, like, wanting these people to think I was good, because I thought they were, like, like I just kept running into myself, being, like, well, I'm not actually... I'm focusing on the wrong thing here. I was like, I want them to think I'm good too. <laughs> yeah. Because I think they're so great, you know, that kind of way. Totally, because I think, yeah. like, sorry, my, but, um, my door's after opening there because of the wind, so I'm just going to close that. Do, do, do. I've got one of those weak doors that just seem to have a mind of its own. Um, yes, because that's a question that I'm always a- I always ask everybody about the, um, 
the age difference because you were because correct me you were the youngest person in your year were you when you came in you still are like if you still are like but yeah so did you and did you like that must have been yeah. a massive pressure because your year was yours the like just late, late 20s and stuff like I, I like i felt i feel sometimes a bit out of my depth with somebody like kahal and annie who are like 25 and like you know it's so i can only imagine the that feeling of and did you ever was there a moment where you kind of were like i would have loved to have come in a bit later or now looking back, are you like, no, it was always the right course for me to travel? I, th- I get what you mean. I think um, I, I felt like I, I never felt like I should have come in later just because I, I do think that um, like I, that I, I did have small crises of maybe insecurity or like, um, what's that word when you uh, fall? What's that word? no what's the word when you're like oh i can't think of it i can't think of it now what's the censor what's, <laughs> what's, what's, what's the censor I might, I might. it's it's <laughs> like um the, i'm like can't think of the word uh, it's the it's when you feel like you're like having a crisis of right for where you are what is the word imposter i think syndrome? leo used it in imposter his syndrome. podcast imposter, imposter syndrome, syndrome. that's yeah, the yeah. one yeah i definitely had Oh, I had major doses of that. Like, I was like, like, I just, because as well, I felt like a lot of people had much more experience than me and, and kind of like also had much more articulate, like ways of speaking at like table reads and things like this. And, mm. and like, I always felt like, like I'm a little bit scatty in the way I talk. Like, and even now, like you, like, you know that I'm like that. And I used to kind of be like, oh God, I wish that I was more kind of, articulate and like all this kind of like then I realized as the training went on that everyone kind of has their different approaches and different ways of doing things and their different ways in and at the end of the day like all that matters is that you get to go into the room and rehearse like the process matters and then the performances matter and that's actually it that's all you need to do and no matter who you meet or what life experience they have like you're meeting a character on stage when you walk on stage and you're saying your lines to a character and as long as you have a body in front of you like it doesn't matter like what it took that body to land on that stage and play that character in that moment that day like you know just you're there with each other taking each other in and like that's the moments that matter and it's nothing around that actually matters at all that much you know yeah um i agree that was kind of my yeah yeah because it's like because i think that's the biggest thing i've learned about the training is that you know you can have all these massive effects effects and like you know elaborate costumes and fucking you know class lighting but at the end of the day like if you strip it down to its barest form it's just two people chatting to each other do you know what i mean so like that's that's the most important thing about it yeah um and, and that's then, the beauty of it, really. Um, there's so there's, because I, I feel like there's so many of them throughout training. Do you, what for you would be a, a defining moment that you could pick, a moment for you where everything just sort of clicked in and you sort of felt that things were really starting to 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 develop in a in a different way for you. A defining moment, um, where things just kind of landed, mm. um, there was. I don't know if I, I think there was many at different times or like for different reasons kind of yeah but one that kind of pl- uh, comes to mind is I remember at the end of second year and we had tutorials at like Brian and Sue we kind of had different tutorials during the during the week and 
I had one just before the dialect showing with Brian and Sue and I had been working on a scene with Catherine um, which was like she was playing a Scottish character I was playing a Czech uh, woman and then other than that I had brought this monologue that I wanted to do that was like kind of like a live relax and it was from a Simon Stevens play called Carmen Disruption and I hadn't really got to work on it with Gavin but we had a choice whether we we could do like we had a choice to do an extra monologue as well as the scene so I said like um I do it, but I didn't actually get the chance to work with him because he had loads of people to work with and stuff like that. But he's just said, you know, go on and do it. But I hadn't really put that much, like the accent wasn't great and stuff like that. Mm. And I just remember I went in to Brian and Sue and it was the last tutorial that we had. And they just were like, they really like landed with me and they were kind of like really nice to me and just kind of said, yeah, go on, do your thing and your grant, you know? Mm. And whatever way they said it like I just felt really like secure and held and I kind of like they allowed me the space to really like trust myself and it was kind of lucky because we were going straight into this show and and I kind of carried that into the show and and I remember I did and it was literally just like you know the way it does be in rehearsal one like pure like like yellow light and (laughs) you know a row of seats with yeah. like Lachlan and like your class I think Killy and Lenehan actually came in and watched it too and I was all like excited with myself with the new addition to yeah, the yeah, audience yeah. you know <laughs> and um you know and I did I, I remember like I was watching everyone and I was just pure watching everyone like smiling like pure laughing at everyone thinking they were deadly and it was our last dialect show on of the year and I was like look how savage everyone is and like there wasn't like I didn't feel like in any way like threatened by it I felt like like we'd all I had this like feeling of like we'd all come this long way landed where they were and like I was just so kind of like proud to be a part it was me next or whatever and I went up and like this is the monologue that I hadn't really worked on with Gavin and it just kind of flew like it just kind of it, it just kind of came out of me yeah. and I was like and it was just and it was literally a minute and a half like it was an exact a minute and a half monologue and like the accent was probably all over the place I was probably doing a bit of Welsh a bit of everything like hadn't really you know yeah. and whatever way it happened it just kind of flew out like it flew out of me and like I really just felt myself carry myself for that minute and a half and like afterwards it ended and I was just like I really enjoyed that yeah. and like I just kind of did it and it was grand and like I wasn't worried about it while I was doing it or before and like I felt confident and I just kind of felt like in that moment I landed like and had absorbed the training in a way that I could recognize what was in that moment if that makes any sense that's such a roundabout way of describing it but no you did right because I I feel like those are like it's so it you really I think those moments are really important to hang on to when it's like you just really enjoy it. Because I feel like so much of drama school is spent like trying to be good or worrying that you're good or, or, or just trying so hard to use everything that they're telling you that those moments where you really enjoy it, um, they're so special. Like like I, I remember having a moment in first year, we were doing the um, yeah. the uh, the money counting exercise with Hillary and I turned around to Cole in my ear yeah. and I was like, I was like, I fucking love acting, and it was just, it was just, a, it was such a pure moment, and like, but I just, yeah, I think there's, there's such a nice, oh, wow. there's such nice things to have happen, um, so then, That's special. so then, like these, these next two questions are kind of back to back, kind of two halves of the same coin, 
Um, what for you was the best thing that you experienced about drama training? Best thing? I feel like the thing that like really lifted me about drama school is kind of like being in a place where people kind of collectively believed in this like concept of transformation and this concept of like of embodiment and like and how like these kind of tutors and these people who really believed in it all came together to kind of like like hone it in and like and I feel like that's something that I'd never really experienced before with anything like in the same way as kind of like people come together in a football team with like a coach and like a manager and like all the football players and like they come together and they just there's something special about what they're doing yeah and I feel like you know, individually, I felt growing up that there was something really special in the concept. <laughs> I keep saying concept, but like that, you know, yeah. acting and <laughs> like and like the and there was something special about it. And I felt like I believed in it individually. But I think the the unique thing about a drama school is that like this absurd thing that you feel is really individual to you. Like all of these people from all over the world really like come together in this kind of collaboration. And we collectively believe in it and, and we make it something really special together. I yeah. think that's what I like about it. Yeah. That's and it I, must be like that in any theatre company as well, you know. Totally. Because like I, I remember like I like when you it's so funny, I sometimes in I'm I kinda look at my year and I'm like I don't know if you felt this way, but I remember before I came to drama school, I was like, there's nobody in the world who loves acting as much as I do. I was like, there's nobody in the world who feels, <laughs> who feels as passionate and as like insanely devoted and insanely obsessed about acting that I do. I was like, I was like, I'm going to die for it. And it's like, I fucking, and then you come to this year of like, 16 people and they all like must feel the same way to donate, to like devote like three years of their life to just fucking training in it. And it's so weird because then you're like talking to some yeah. people and you're like, because I think some people anyway are like good at hiding their like obsessive nature about it. Or like, do you know, because like, I think we're all just, it's the norm of what we're all doing. So we don't kind of go like, isn't it fucking yeah, great? Totally. Like, but it's, it's, it's special then to recognize yeah. those moments when you're just like, you just love it. Like, you know, it's just so exciting to do. Um, yeah. And then what was the... That's interesting, Dara, because um, just off what you're saying before we leave this point, I think it's interesting what you say about people being better at hiding it than others. I think that's like a huge thing. I think that's like um, something as well, like really interesting because like, like I think people bring that out in each other. Like if someone else is really excited about it and then someone else is much more controlled about it, like people bring out that play in each other. Yeah. Like I think that's another really special thing to have. How's it going everyone? So sorry to interrupt. I hope you sincerely are enjoying the podcast. Um, and I'm sorry to be cutting in, but I just wanted to ask you all a quick favour. Um, alongside having already done me a massive favour by clicking on and listening to the podcast which once again we really appreciate what would be extra appreciated is if you would if you are listening on Apple Podcasts if you could maybe give us a cheeky five star rating um, and maybe write a review a good review preferably um, bad reviews they, they don't tend to really help that much um, but if you were able to leave, leave us a five star rating and write us a review, it could really help stretch the, 
the the net that this podcast could uh, could cast the podcast cast. Um, so if you could find the time to do that, that would be really really greatly um, appreciated. Um, so yes, I will not be taking up any more of your time. Once again, if you can, five seconds, five star rating, a good review, it would make the world of difference to this series. Um, and I would love you forever. Genuinely, I mean that. Um, so yes, enough out of me. Back to the show. And then, on the other side of that, then what for, for, What was the hardest thing for you that you think you, you, you experienced with drama school? At the other end of that. Hmm. I suppose there's lots of like challenging parts of it too. Hmm. Um, I suppose it's that kind of, it's like we enjoy, like I think, I don't know how you feel about this, but I suppose like the technical challenges of it are not challenges in a way because we kind of love them. Like we love to learn and we love to like, you know, those challenges are something I feel like actors from what I I have observed, like really embrace and really enjoy. Like, so maybe the, maybe for me the most, challenging part is like the psychological thing of that what's the thing that we figured out the word of earlier imposter, imposter syndrome, syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah imposter syndrome and like that kind of psychological thing of like am i good enough am i you know and like thinking about the industry as a whole i think the exposure to like the industry like happens at that turn that happens in kind of second year where, where you get an audience in and you kind of start to realize that like work as an actor is is it's it's a difficult life you know it can be it can be a difficult life and I think the exposure to that and the ideas around that are something that are a little bit I find a little bit challenging yeah anyway in in the three years yeah Um, because I think you're that because I think there's something I've said before about like the the best things about the actual training like what we learn and like the hardest things often go hand in hand because you're right I think we do like we do love those bits of like the really challenging things because that's what we're there for um but there's something I'm always interested in in terms of like like living with drama school like the lifestyle of drama school because we spend so much time in there and like for people like you and me who like it was our first experience of moving away for college and like you know having to manage how we um how we lived if if that's the right word of like you know managing your time and looking after yourself physically and mentally like you know eating properly getting up like what were some of those challenges that you ran into if you if you'd like to kind of divulge on them to look after yourself look after your look after your body through drama school physically and mentally yeah um i suppose i was lucky in the sense that I am very close to the to the people in my year and um like we do have quite a close year and I suppose like I have very, very good friends in my year so like I, I felt always really looked after and supported and stuff in that in that way and I, I suppose independently and individually like I kind of like I, I definitely had periods where I really struggled um and now thinking back I'm like how did I actually how did I cope with it I suppose like 
you get through and it's like the little things like kind of like the small the small little mercies like the coffees in the morning and like the fags <laughs> the lo- lots of fags and like just little things like I suppose like your pint on a Friday evening and chatting to people and kind of like and allowing yourself to like chat to your friends about what you're finding difficult and you know because there is a little bit of a mask up in first year where you don't really want to tell people that you're finding things hard or mm. you know or you might look at other people like and think oh well, they're they're doing really well and you know and you might not want to appear vulnerable to them or, or else you might not want to drag down their mood or you know things like that but I suppose like I don't know if you found this but I, I feel like once that kind of door is opened and people have that f- like flow of communication like everyone is kind of feeling the same fears and the same insecurities and I think when that's opened up like there's lots of healing that can come of it like totally. y- you know and, and people then want to support each other because they recognize and empathize those qualities in others because they they relate to them and there's healing that can come of that and I think maybe that's what kind of got me through the hard times you know and just brilliant support from like the teacher like Sue was like Sue is so great I think for the students she's so supportive and and I always like like so many people do I always like found Sue to be a great help for me and to ground me and yeah and Brian and all of them like they're all brilliant yeah they're all great if you're if you're listening you're all brilliant that's a trap that people <laughs> fall into of like listing out like wh- which teachers they love and then they start listing all of them and i'm like it's okay it's okay i was like we like <laughs> i was like we all know we all know they're all great. um yeah 100 percent. i think that's that's partially um why like the podcast this one this podcast is there because you're right like so much of the time you don't want to talk to people about that kind of thing but i feel like if you kind of hear the people who've come before you talk about it then it's it becomes a lot easier because you're like oh well do you know what they've had the same things they've went through the same things that i'm going through and then you could talk to other people in your year about it more because the conversation is kind of open do you know like as you said like once those doors once those doors open then it's it becomes a, a lot less taboo like um totally yeah. totally so this is a question that's uh uh potentially the the most kind of harsh one I'll ask but was there ever a moment in the training where you considered dropping out leaving the school um I don't think so I don't think like genuinely I I I, I think a lot of people do feel that way and I'm not trying to say that like I don't feel that way because of any particular passion or any particular you know because like that's not the case I, I I don't think it's in it's in my nature just because I'm like quite a like um I think my anxious qualities as a person like allow me to kind of get myself out of ruts just because of I I think an anxious quality in a person it can be quite fast-paced like depending on the on the quality of that but I think mine is definitely like um when I'm worried my thoughts move fast and I, I, I'm i trying to be, come up with a million solutions. So if I do get myself into a rut, I feel like I can climb out of it very easily. So I never have went 
to the place of feeling like I, I, I wanted to leave or it's not something that I wanted to do. Like I, I, I have felt like maybe it would be really painful to continue this or like difficult. Is it going to be difficult forever? But it was more just an accepting like, like genuine. I feel like everyone would say this. I, I actually don't know. I, 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 there's nothing else I could do. Yeah. And, and as bad as it, it could be to be an actor and how painful it may be to be an actor, it's a much more anxious thought to think of having to go and, and figure out what something else to do with my life. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. 100%. You understand what I mean? Totally, because it's... it's, And I think that question, I feel like people always kind of... Not always, but I think a few times I've asked it, people have almost felt pressure to say yes, because it's like, oh, you know, because you know, if you don't want to seem like as you said, you don't want to be like, no, because I fucking loved it. And like, you know, like, that's not, you know, you're not, you're not saying it's out of any particular passion, but I think you're right. I think, but I think the reason for the question is that like, if somebody is having the thought of dropping out, then it's like, you know, it's just because you're going through a hard time. And sometimes it's not, sometimes you just want to, sometimes it's not your thing. And if that's the case, then, you know, by all, nobody's going to judge you. But if you know it's your thing, and if it's just really hard, it's it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. And like that, it's a different thing of considering mm-hmm. dropping out and realizing how fucking hard it is. Because I think it's, it's yeah one of the, so I always say it, it's one of those things that it's like a secret class of the life of an actor because it's so difficult to do it. And, you know, you're, you're learning so much, but to learn so much, you have to fail so much. So it's kind of, you know, mm-hmm. coping with a lot of that. So I think, yeah, that's that's perfectly all right to do, you know. Absolutely. And I think as well, like, like, sometimes you just need a break. Like, it's actually, I think it's really okay to say to yourself, I actually need a couple of weeks. Like, I need a couple of weeks not to do this. Like, it's like, even how I feel like now, because we're on such a pause, that there's such a kind of holiday like mentality, that like, it's very difficult to actually go and be creative or artistic during this time. And now I'm, I might not have had the thoughts of wanting to drop out, but I definitely sometimes have the thoughts now being like, Jesus Christ, like I do not want to do that. Like I do not want to go on Zoom and, and do that right now at all. 100%. You know, but like everyone's like, but then we're all like, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the opportunity. Thank you so much. But at the same time, you're like, like I could not be arsed. No, yeah. no, actually, I, I want to stay in my bed or I want to binge watch like Ozark for the day. Leave me alone. Do you know? I, I think that's yeah, fine too. Totally. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've had mornings this week where I've woken up and I've just been like, like again, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you formulating a plan, but at the same time, it's like you know, like it's just the most honest, yeah. the most brutally honest way. Um, absolutely, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. these two questions are like the questions we finish on, and I think that they're two lovely questions, and very helpful okay. questions. So, say that time travel exists, right? It's real, right. and you're able to travel back to the seventeenth of September, twenty seventeen which was your first day of the BA. And it was my first day of foundation. That's how I remember it. Um, and you were able to give... So you are able to stop Ella walking into the Lear on her very first day and give her a piece of advice. What would you give her? I would say to slow down, that you're not in a race to be brilliant, um, and to really, really en- 
enjoy every minute of it. I wish I could go back. Actually, wish I could go back and start again. Um, I loved it. Um, yeah, I think that's what I'd say. Just to slow down and to absorb it and not to be running away with yourself. Yeah. Slow down. Take your... Be easy on yourself. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And then finally, there was something um, that Rowan uh, said to me in my first few days of first year when he took me for a coffee date and um he said to me that cute he's cork boys cork boys are always sticking together um <laughs> uh, he said to me that always always try and remember where you were when you got the call from Lachlan to say that you got in he says because that's always such a moment of like pure elation that you're like oh jesus and you know it's yeah. such an exciting time so do you remember where you were when that happened i absolutely do you know what actually my dad got the call before I did because they must have had my dad's number. So he actually rang my dad and then um, offered, you know, it was like, is Ella there? Like, you know, blah, blah. And then my dad texted me saying, Lachlan is trying to, or you're, the principal of the Lear is trying to get onto it, the principal. Yeah. And, <laughs> and um, I was like, oh my God. And um, then he rang me. It's a really weird moment though, because you're like, because so often the time you're doing something that's completely like pedestrian. Do you know you're always like you're always doing something that's like really ordinary, and then he just rings you out of the blue, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, was that? I remember I had milkshakes with my auntie and Eddie Rockets after my godchild celebratory. Mil- celebratory milkshakes. milkshakes. You were a long way from the cans. <laughs> I think there was cans later on in the delay, to be honest. There must have been. <laughs> but um, I, think, I think that's a good spot to end on. So thank you so much, Elle, for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And that was the brilliant Ella Lily Highland coming at you from Carlo. Um, if you want to find out more about Ella, please just head over to the lear.ie forward slash students. Um, once again, thank you all very much for clicking on and listening to the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, if you can, if you're able, if you're fit and able, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us um, a good rating, a good review if you can. Um, and also if you're feeling extra generous, just, you know, as I said, give us a share on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any social media platform you're using yourself these days. And that would be greatly appreciated. For now, though, thank you very much. And we'll see you again next time.